Welcome to Abiding Podcast and welcome to another week's episode of Monday Musings. And this week I want to take us back to one of the passages that I read in our first ever episode back in July of last year. And I want to go through, I just want to talk a little bit about um, John 15, um, the heading of I am the true vine. So I'm just going to read from verse 1 and um, yeah, I'll unpack it as we go along. Um, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the, and the branch branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burnt. If you abide in me and my word abides in you, ask whatever you wish, and I will, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If I keep my command, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and have and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. So that's not all of that part, but yeah, there's a few more verses after that. But the things that I really want to kind of like dig into is there are two two things that I really want to pull out of that. That is one, the first thing that comes up that's really important to pick up on is in verse two, it talks about um, every every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. And so often we talk about the whole thing of like moving forward and things progressing and things getting better and better and better. But sometimes what might feel like hardship or something being taken away from you is just a pruning season. It's a time to withdraw, a time to really cut back some of the stuff you're doing. It might, for a season, you may not be bearing fruit in inverted commas, but actually you're preparing to bear fruit. There's an amazing thing about um, tea plants, specifically in the region of um, Darjeeling in India. And the first, as they call it, the first flush, the first pick of the next tea season is the most sought after because it's the most flavorful. It's the most, yeah, it's the most tasty of of the Darjeeling plants. And the reason for that is during the rainy season, during the time where it can't really grow, what it is doing is it's storing up energy and it's storing up and storing up and storing up. And then it is all released in one go to bear the first fruit, to bear the first flush of the new tea leaf. And for me, I look at that passage and I go, the pruning season is a time for us to draw in and to really gather our energy, really reevaluate, really kind of draw close to him as he tells us more and more about who he really says we are and kind of digs in deep to tell us yeah just to really make it known to us what he is calling us to do so that we don't just bear 
any fruit, but we just bear the fruit that he is calling us to, that he is always refining us and making us more and more fruitful in those times. And the the second thing, and I've mentioned this before, is in verse... Um, in verse 5 where it says for apart from me you can do nothing and I always come back to this because it really highlights our dependency on him our dependency on Jesus to do anything and for me this always parallels with Matthew 7 where like if we do do things in our own power in our own strength it is counted as nothing depart from me for I never knew you because he doesn't care so much about the like he cares about the fruit that we bear it says so here but what he cares about first and foremost is that there is relationship that we are connected in it's from the abiding that there is fruit because yeah for apart from him, when the branch is not attached to the vine, it cannot bear fruit. But the the attaching of the branch to the vine, the abiding in, the staying in, the leaning into of us into Jesus, that abiding is that never like that knowing that we've I've talked about many times, that knowing by experience that he really is calling us into. And the thing that's so important for us to get as well is that whatever we have whatever gifts whatever callings they all are from him none of it is designatedly ours it is a gift that he has decided to give us it's a call that he's calling us into but apart from him if we're not abiding in him we will not bear the fruit to see those things really come to pass if we believe in and of ourselves that we can do these things, that it's within our capacity, we've already missed it. We've we've lost track of the fact of that verse, apart from him, we can do nothing. And to go on, another point that I didn't think I was going to make, but um, is if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And there is this, yeah, God is calling us into a place where we know him. Jesus is saying, if you abide in me, if you lean in, if you listen to my heart, you spend time with me, you spend time getting to know me and my word abides in your heart. I spoke about this a little while back of if we have the word in our heart, we will not sin. We will not be led into temptation, but it actually will bear good things success and prosperity in Joshua 1 and in doing so when we let that word abide in us and transform us into rest in our hearts ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you it is from that place that we've got this access to Jesus to the Father to Holy Spirit to go Jesus I want this and so often so often we can twist these verses one of two ways. Either we go down the prosperity route of like, hey, ask for this, that, the other, and it becomes an exchange. It doesn't become out of relationship. It becomes a, if I ask, I get. If I ask, I get. If I ask, I get. Rather than being, hey, Jesus, I love you, and my desires are your desires, and I want to I want to pursue those things. But he also wants to give us the things that we want. But the other thing that we can do is make it, 
we can get really religious about it and be like, but I can only ask for the things that are holy, only ask for the things that benefit my ministry, only ask for things that will be good for God to use. And I remember having this encounter with Jesus a little while back where I was I sat, sat at work and before work, I used to have this habit of getting in super early and praying. And one morning I'm sat there praying and I'm, yeah, I'm just praying for like different people, for the business where I work. And then Jesus goes, you realize I care about the things that you care about. I care about your desires. And that broke me because for so long, I've lived in this mindset of, I, if I want something, it needs to be in line with what God is wanting to do. And if, if he wants to bless me with the desires of my heart at some point, that's great. He'll do that at some point. But to actually go to God and go, Jesus, I, do you know what? The desire of my heart is this. It's never, it was never my default because I think I lived more of a servant than a son. I was living in a position where I was doing everything for Jesus and for others and not realizing that by doing that, I was neglecting the desires of my own heart, which there's there's an element of it's good to have a heart of service it's good to be looking out for what you can do for jesus what you can do for others but when we neglect ourselves there's an element of us not really loving not really realizing the identity that we have not realizing the image of god that he has put in us and seeing the value of that and that the desires of our hearts at times will come from that place there are, there are times where we need to talk to Holy Spirit about what we're desiring and if it's good or if it's not. And it's testing and weighing what is going on in our heart and refining our heart. But it is also so important to come to Jesus with everything, with our desires, with our desires, with our heart, with the messy stuff, the good stuff, the stuff that we want to shout from the rooftops and the things that we want to whisper in a room with no one there to hear. We can come to Jesus with all of that. And it's that is what I, I feel abiding looks like. It is more than just just singing some songs on a Sunday. It's more than just praying every once in a while. But it is this thing of, I will bring all of me to you, Jesus, and we will do relationship. We will spend time together. We will make time for each other. And yeah, so to close, I just want to encourage you guys to... I'm just going to summarize and pray for you. But in summary, what I really feel from this passage is do not be afraid of the pruning. That It looks like a step back, but it's actually going to be a catapult to propel you forward like the bush, the tree plant, the Darji in Darjeeling. It is, it is a pulling back so that you can be accelerated forward, so you can be released and be more fruitful than before the pruning season. So if that is you, I just want to encourage you, do not get discouraged, do not get frustrated, but lean into Jesus in those seasons. I also want to challenge us to realize that we can't do any of the things that Jesus called us to without him. That actually any part of it we can't do without him for apart from him we can do nothing and if we've got this thing of abiding with him if we're really getting this if we're really leaning into jesus we need to remember that also ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you that he is a good father and he gives 
good gifts, or he gives perfect gifts. Our earthly fathers who are evil give good gifts, as it says in Matthew, but our heavenly father gives perfect gifts. He gives how much better the gifts that our heavenly father will give us. So I encourage you to go to the father, one, just to be with him, but two, do not be afraid to treat him as a father, to ask him for things, ask him for advice, ask him for provision, for ask him to heal you. He is there for you in all the ways. So I just pray for anyone that listens to this. I just pray that I just pray that we can lean into you even more, that we can lean in and abide in you and become a branch that is firmly attached to you, that you are the vine. And I just pray, Father, the vine dresser, come and prune us where pruning is needed, where we have bared fruit, but it needs cutting back so that it can be even more fruitful. I just ask for that right now in the name of Jesus. Come and prune us, Father holy and i just ask that you give us your children the boldness to remember our identity as sons and daughters of the king that we can come into the front room we can come and sit on your sit next to you and ask anything of you amen i hope this has encouraged you guys and i'll speak to you guys again soon 